When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey now, I'm Scott McGregor at Scott Trades on Twitter. This is the Hot Wallet Podcast. Just a few days after the SEC came after Coinbase, the Commodity Future Trading Commission, or CFTC, filed a lawsuit against the biggest exchange in the world, Binance. Its CEO, CZ, another executive, and other Binance companies in what they are calling a willful evasion of U.S. law. Some of these charges go as far back as 2018, and a lot of them are from events in 2019. But regardless of the date, some of these are very serious allegations and could be the biggest shoe to drop for crypto exchanges since the fall of FTX. On this news, we saw a 4% drop in the price of Bitcoin. Now, while that may sound hyperbolic, the truth is Binance is huge. It's a $20 billion a year business. It's one of the biggest exchanges in the world. And a win for the CFTC here could be huge, both politically and monetarily. The CEO of Binance, CZ, has a net worth right now at around $10 billion. But at one point, it was as high as $65 billion. One of the main allegations is that Binance allowed and even advised people to use a VPN, a virtual private network, to access their services from the United States to circumvent know-your-customer laws in the U.S. They're also seemingly very angry that Binance became such a big player in derivatives and suggest that they broke the CFTC rules. They also allege that the terrorist group Hamas was sending low-dollar transactions as not to be caught money laundering, and some employees knew about this and turned a blind eye. They allege that Binance has 300 house accounts that traded against its own users by way of two different entities, one of which was called Merit Peak, registered in the Cayman Islands, and another one in Switzerland called Sigma Chain, which was a prop trading firm and dealt heavily in the derivatives market. And that all of this was not disclosed to customers. From the CFTC, Consistent with its apparent attempt to keep its proprietary trading activity on its own markets top secret, Binance has refused to respond to commission-issued investigation subpoenas seeking information concerning its proprietary trading activity on Binance, including transaction data and communications among the members of the Binance quote-unquote quant desk. I borrowed that quote from a BlockWorks article from David Canellis. A lot of these allegations, as I mentioned, are skirting around know-your-customer laws. That's where you, as a consumer, have to give the exchange your personal information. Sometimes it's by taking a picture of your license or sending them your address, stuff like that. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The CFTC has a ton of chat text where CZ is talking about using creative methods to onboard customers, including institutional-sized investors who may be trading under shell company names. All in all, the CFTC released a 74-page document with all of their allegations, and it's a lot to go through. This is a developing story, and as I mentioned, a serious situation for Binance. Crypto investors and speculators, in my opinion, should never have any allegiance to platforms, exchanges, or any trusted third party. The point of decentralization is that we don't need to trust any one person to do the right thing. We trust that code is law and it doesn't change without a consensus from the community. The best case scenario for Binance is a monetary fine. But these allegations are such that even if they do get off with just paying money to the U.S. government, I have very little confidence that any executive caught breaking the law will be around in the crypto space for the mainstream build out but it's not all bad news there is a potential win for the sector in this situation in its lawsuit the cftc clearly states that bitcoin ethereum litecoin and at least two other fiat-backed stable coins like tether and binance usd are all commodities This flies in the face of the SEC, which is trying to push the idea that Ethereum and anything that isn't Bitcoin is a security and should be under current U.S. security laws. So while we're continuing to see a huge crackdown on third parties in the crypto space, we're also getting a sense that there's an internal battle underway for who should really be in charge. Regulation by enforcement seems to be the new normal, at least until America figures out who's going to oversee this space. As always, a reminder to consider being a custodian of your own digital assets by way of a digital wallet on your phone with your seed phrase stored in a safe place or a hardware wallet like a ledger or a treasure. The Binance situation is a developing story and I'm sure we'll get more news as it all plays out. Meanwhile, last week, we got a note from NASDAQ stating that they are interested in being a custodian for digital assets like Bitcoin and Ethereum. And so while some of the first movers are getting hammered by the U.S. government, some of the old guards, some of the institutional names are now stepping up to say they want to play a part in digital assets. So it doesn't mean the sector is going anywhere, but it may mean the power of who controls it is shifting under our feet. Thanks for listening to the Hot Wallet Podcast. Please share this with a friend if you found it helpful and check out our back catalog for more shows. I'm Scott McGregor at Scott Trades on Twitter. I'll see you in the metaverse. From the bottom, ain't no half-stepping. I'm the dog, I made it through so they don't ask questions. Long Beach and it ain't no half-repping. Once a dog, always a dog so they don't ask questions.
Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.